What does a librarian use for fishing? I don't know. Bookworms. Recess Monkey with your favorite book right here on the Children's Hour. Hello, I'm Katie Stone. I'm here with some of my favorite people. Who's with us today? Hello, it's Amadeus. Hi, it's Lucas D. Hello, it's Amaya. Hi, it's Kybia. Hi, it's Thorfinn. Hi, it's Nina. Hi, it's Daniel. Hi, it's Joe. Hi, this is Jude. Hi, it's Lily May. Well, thanks you all for being with me here on the Children's Hour and all our listeners out on radio stations and podcasts. Today, we're going to have some of our favorite authors of all time with us. And I bet you know their work, too. 
We're meeting R.L. Stein, the author of the Goosebumps Books series, and Mark Brown. He's the author and illustrator of the Arthur books. And they have collaborated on some kids' books, too, and the latest is out now, and we're going to have a review of that. But what does it take to write for kids? We're going to find out. Follow along on our playlist at childrenshour.org. Look for this episode, Reading and Writing. This is Ben Tater and the Tater Tots, right here on the Children's Hour. Stick with us. Listening to the Children's Hour, that was Ben Tater and the Tater Tots. And we are joined today by some of the most beloved children's authors of all time. First, the author of more than a hundred Goosebumps books, R.L. Stein. Hi. 
and the author of the Arthur books and TV series, Mark Brown. Hi. Well, we're so delighted you're with us today on the Children's Hour, and the kids have a ton of questions for you. So let's start with Amadeus. How did each of you get your start in writing? Well, I started when I was nine years old. I was this weird kid sitting in my room typing all day. And I just somehow knew when I was nine that I wanted to be a writer. My parents didn't understand at all. My mother used to stand outside the door and she'd say, what are you doing? Stop, what's wrong with you? Stop typing, go outside and play. And I'd say, it's boring out there. Type, 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 type. I just kept at it. I knew that's, I, I don't know why. Why did I like it so much? I just did. It worked out for you, Bob. It's a living. <laughs> I'd say. So I started, because I lost my job as a teacher, I was teaching in a in a college and it closed. And my son was born and he liked bedtime stories. And I came home from the night when I knew I didn't have a job anymore. And he said, Dad, will you tell me a bedtime story? And I said, I don't really feel like it. I just lost my job. I'm really depressed. He said, oh, Dad, maybe it'll make you feel better. And he was right. And so I don't know why, but I started thinking alphabetically about animals. And Aardvark popped out. And then he wanted to know his name. And and then I thought about, you know, if I were an aardvark, what would I have as a problem? And it would definitely be my nose. So uh, that's how the first book happened. And then it turned into a series. And then it turned into a TV series. And maybe a movie. And uh, so I, I'm kind of embarrassed about talking about that. Why? Because it's success that happened too soon. And I still don't think of myself as a writer. I think of myself as an illustrator. But, you know, I grew up with a great grandmother and a grandmother who told us stories whenever we wanted them. And I think that gave me the confidence to make up stories. I think this crew has a lot of grandmothers who tell them stories. That's great. When you published the first Arthur book, Arthur's Nose, did you change anything for the bedtime story you told your kid? It was pretty much the same. And may I ask you a question? Who's your cat that's walking oh. in the bed behind you? Oh, that's oh, that's Crookshanks. <laughs> she, she. I was trying to get her out of the video, but I guess she went over there instead. Huge. She should have some questions. That's pretty cute, Thorfinn. So Lily May is having a hard time connecting here on Zoom, and she asks a question on the chat. Do you put a part of your personality into your characters? I hope not. My, my stories are all monsters. They're all frightening. I hope there's none <laughs> of my personality in there. I am part of Arthur. I feel like I'm in my books. My sister, Bonnie, became Francine. Uh, I combined all three of my little sisters to make DW. My best friend became Buster and the brain. 
two of my best friends. And Mr. Ratburn was my seventh grade algebra teacher. You know, and my biggest fear was, will I be sued for this work that I've done? Why? (laughs) I got a letter from Mr. Ratburn after I started doing the Arthur books. And I thought, oh, no, he's really angry. And uh, I opened it up and I was shocked. He, he, He was like so nice unlike what he was like when he was my teacher. And he said he was visiting elementary schools in Erie, Pennsylvania, where I grew up, and talking to kids and reading books and talking about the importance of reading. And I thought, wow, it was like a total 180 degree turnabout for him. Wow. That's Mark Brown. He's the author and illustrator of the Arthur books and TV series. And with us also is R.L. Stein, the author of more than 350 Goosebumps books. And together, they've written a couple of illustrated children's books. We've got their latest with us, and we're going to talk more about that in a little bit. Plus, we have a book review We hope you don't go anywhere. There's a lot more with R.L. Stein and Mark Brown and our kids crew. But first, this is Ants on a Log. Ask me, what book am I reading? Look at me like I know things. Ask me, what book am I reading? Look at me like I know things. Ask me which historical figure might I invite to dinner. I've got smart things to say, but you might hear much less if you start all your conversations. My, what a beautiful dress. Ask me, what book am I reading? What book am I reading? What book am I reading? Maybe if you're lucky, I'll ask you. What book you're reading to? It's my favorite holiday, our family New Year's Eve. We'll stay up till midnight, it'll be next year when you all leave. We'll make homemade pizza for our winter celebration. But some of you adults need some help with conversation. Ask me. What book am I reading? What book am I reading? Ask me, what book am I reading? Look at me like I know things. Ask me, which new invention should go in your collection? I've got smart things to say. But you might hear much less if you start all your conversations. Ooh, I love your dress. Ask me, what book am I reading? What book am I reading? What book am I reading? And maybe if you're lucky, I'll ask you what book you're reading to. We've got cake and ice cream. Happy birthday. Watching bad TV. Now I'm one year older, and you're wondering what to get me for my birthday. Just tell me more than you are so pretty. 
can write, you can write, you can write. What you hear? You can write, you can write, you can write. Say it loud. I can write. Stretch it out. I can write. Whatever I want. I can write, I can write, I can be a super writer. Say the word. Stretch it out. Hear the sound. Write it down. You're a writer when you try it. My super writers, you're never wrong. You can write, you can write, you can write. What you hear? You can write, you can write, you can write. Say it loud. I can write. Stretch it out. I can write. Whatever I want. I can write, I can write, I can be a super was the alphabet rockers from the release called go and before that ants on a log from make it myself in the background you're hearing poddington bear today on the show we're talking with rl stein the author of the goosebumps books and mark brown the author of the arthur series we've got a lot more questions for them so stick with us you're listening to the children's hour kids public radio we'll be right back The Children's Hour is supported by the New Mexico Department of Cultural Affairs, inviting visitors to the New Mexico Museum of Art Vladim Contemporary, nmartmuseum.org. Electric Playhouse supports the Children's Hour. Find your play at Electric Playhouse in Albuquerque, New Mexico. It's fun for kids and adults who want to play like a kid again. Electricplayhouse.com. Baba Bomani. BabaGatBars.com. When I do a show or an assembly, a student always comes up to me and asks, how do I take my ideas and turn them into a song? I tell them it's the writing process. They usually ask, what's the writing process? So I realized I needed to use the writing process to write a song about the writing process. Are you following me? 
Let's do this. When I wanna write something and my thoughts are all a mess, I put it all together with the writing process. I got thoughts I must express or issues I must address. The way to do it best is the writing process. Rewriting, drafting, revising, editing, publishing. 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 When I'm pre-writing, I'm brainstorming what's gonna happen. So before I start rapping, I begin by mind mapping. Start by writing down on paper everything I feel like telling. No worries about grammar, punctuation, handwriting, or spelling. Now, my ideas in pieces. This is the genesis. I'm turning my research into a working thesis. Once I've gathered ideas, then I make an outline. This works with letters, essays, book speeches, or rhymes. The audience and the purpose sets me on the right path. Who am I writing for and what arguments do I have with those questions asked? I make my first draft. There's no exact answer. This ain't science or math. To perfect the tone and style, I must revise it so I read it. I see what else is needed and what needs to be deleted. Like a garden when you water it and weed it. Then I repeat it. No reason to feel defeated. You'll know when it's completed. When I want to write something and my thoughts are all a mess. I put it all together with the writing process. I got thoughts I must express or issues I must address. The way to do it best is the writing process. Rewriting, drafting, revising, editing, publishing. 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 I've done pre-writing, drafting, revising, and I reread it. Now I put that polish on it, cause I'm gonna edit. I proofread and correct errors in grammar and mechanics. This part can be a terror, but there is no need to panic. Let me tell you what I'm gonna do. I take my time and read it through. I find another writer to give it to. Because four eyes are better than two. I make edits to improve on the clarity and style. Remember to be patient because this might take a while. I can publish it in so many ways. Print it out on a page. Read it at class or on stage. Depends on the audience. I want to engage in email blasts, television broadcasts, an article with photographs, or my podcast. Maybe a performance with a cast. Most important thing is that I get it out and that I'm clear on what I'm talking about so when I get on the microphone and put it on a track you can bounce your head to the writing process when you play it back when I want to write something and my thoughts are all a mess I put it all together with the writing process I got thoughts I must express or issues I must address the way to do it best is the writing process Rewriting, drafting, revising, editing, publishing. 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 Yeah, that's it, y'all. Follow those five steps. Pre-writing, drafting, revising, editing, publishing. And you'll be a better writer. Let's run this one more time. Uh, yeah. Rewriting, drafting, revising, editing. Publishing, rewriting, drafting, revising, editing, publishing, rewriting, drafting, revising, editing, publishing, rewriting, drafting, revising, editing, publishing. Baba Bomani from Baba Got Bars with 
writing process. You're listening to the Children's Hour. Today, we're talking about writing for kids with children's authors R.L. Stein, the author of the Goosebumps series, and Mark Brown. He's the illustrator and author of the Arthur book and TV series. The kids have a ton of questions for our guests. Let's go over to Max. How many books did you write? I've written about 150 Goosebumps books. We've been doing Goosebumps for 30 years. The new Goosebumps series is called Goosebumps House of Shivers. The new book just came out just now. And the first, very first book is called Scariest Book Ever. I wanted it to be one of my scariest Goosebumps books to start the new series. I hope everybody likes it. Oh, I can't wait to read it. How about you, Mark? I think I've written about 130 books or illustrated also in there. And I like to collaborate with other people because, as I said earlier, I think of myself mostly as an illustrator. I've worked with my wife, Lori, on several books that are nonfiction. One is about divorce. One is about death. I've I've worked with Judy Sierra on several books. I like the way she writes for kids. So, you know, every project is a new adventure for me. And like with Bob, Bob said, oh, you're doing collage. It's so time consuming uh, with our book. And but, you know, I just felt when I read the book and the manuscript, I could see the pictures. And so I wanted to do cut paper for this book with Why Did the Monster Cross the Road? And it did take a lot of time, but I think I imagine it maybe being illustrated uh, and animated. And I think that the art could lend itself very well to animation, not unlike South Park, where they use the cut cut paper figures to move the, the characters around. So, yeah. Mark created two wonderful monsters for Why Did the Monster Cross the Road? They're called Honey and Funny. And the whole story is about Funny trying to get Honey to laugh. But these monsters, I, as I always say, Mark, you do everything the hard way. They're wonderful. But he, he, can you imagine he painted all these monsters and then he cut them out and then he put them in the art? Hey, why, why did the monster cross the road? I don't know. Why? To bite someone on the other side. <laughs> we knew monsters might do that. Let's go to you, Amaya. This is for both of you. It might be a strange question, but I was just wondering what like age group are your books geared towards? Well, I think mostly the Arthur books are sort of four to eight-year-olds, but when the television show started, we discovered something really interesting that much younger kids who were watching Sesame Street would take in these stories about Arthur and older kids, too, that were had a different reading level. So that's why the chapter book started. Bob, who do you think your audience is? Well, Why Did the Monster Cross the Road is for, I say, three three year olds and up. I think they would enjoy it. Goosebumps is for seven to 11 year olds. But of course, the people who originally started reading Goosebumps 31 years ago, they're they're all on Medicare. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, I am. 
We're talking with R.L. Stein. He is the author of the Goosebumps series and Mark Brown. He's the illustrator and author of the Arthur books. Together, they've written a couple of children's picture books, including the latest one, Why Did the Monster Cross the Road? We have a review of that by our kids crew member Jude coming up later on the show. And there's lots more with Mark Brown and R.L. Stein. This is the Children's Hour, and this is the Verb Pipe. Yeah, you can write a song, you can write a song, you can write a song, and then we'll all sing along. You can write a song, and then we'll all sing along. So first, just take it slow, first, just take it slow, first, just take it slow, and make it up as you go. Children's Hour, and I'm Katie Stone. Today, we're with the kids on Zoom because our guests are Mark Brown, the author and illustrator of the Arthur books and television series, and R.L. Stein, the author of the Goosebumps books. Together, they've collaborated on a couple of children's picture books, including the latest, Why Did the Monster Cross the Road?, 
We have so many questions for our guests. We're going to go over to Nina. What would you say the most difficult part about writing a book is? I think writing books are easy. And I never tell. I hate it when authors come into a school and they say, writing is hard. Well, I'm on a lot of writer panels. And some writer always says, writing is hard. Writing is so hard. I have to lock my kids in the garage so I have time to write. It's so hard. And I I think writing isn't hard at all. Writing is a pleasure. Writing is fun. And you don't ever want to think of writing as being hard. You know, you don't have to wear a hard hat. You don't need special shoes. There's no heavy lifting. You're just there creating characters, creating worlds. And I just think writing is fun all the time. Oh, Bob, I feel so different. It's hard work <laughs> for me. I, I get an idea for a story, and I just, I have to, you know how many times I write my story over before I'll even send it to the publisher? At least 30 times. And then, you know, the editor makes suggestions and you make corrections. It's like, I can't wait to get to the pictures. And so it's it's hard work. I, the, the book I'm working on now, I've been working on for 10 years. Oh, Mark, don't tell me this. <laughs> really, I'm <laughs> look, I have tears. I have tears. I think what I'm hearing is that some people, when they go to write, the words are just pouring out of them, like, like you, Bob, R.L. Stein. But I think a lot of us are like Mark Brown, and maybe we feel a little bit like we aren't ready yet to start writing a book. So how do you start? What's your first thing that you come up with? Is it the idea for the whole book? Or do you just come up with the first sentence and then it flows? How do you start? I don't, I don't try to come up with ideas because I've done every story a human can write. I haven't left anything. And this is true. I start, my books all start with a title. I think of the title first, and then I get a good title like scariest book ever, the new Goosebumps book. And then I start to think of the idea. Well, what would be in the scariest book ever? Would it be about zombies? Would the monsters, would the kids be turning? And I start thinking about an idea after I have the title. It's just a trick. I think that's backwards from almost every other author because every other author will get an idea, start writing, and then think of the title. But if I have the, if I don't have the title, I can't write the book. And sometimes I'll get an idea for a story and I can't think of a good title, so I throw out the idea. What about you, Mark? Do you start with a title too? No, I start with something that happens in real life, like my kids not wanting to go to day camp or my son having wiggly tooth or someone not being able to learn how to ride a bike, or, you know, somebody worried about how to write a story. Uh, So the things that I write about are based on real life. That's what I find most interesting. And that's what I like to play with. And, you know, I'm not afraid to have a little fun with it. So the way it happens in real life may be interesting, but... You know, I'd like to add a little humor. And so that's what I look for, adding humor to real life. 
One thing I remember is that back in third grade, Goosebumps books were very, very um, popular. But for me, I was always too scared to end up reading them. And then Arthur books, these were, you know, they were a lot more cozy and they're a lot more like accessible. So the thing I'm wondering is how did both of you end up writing really, really popular children's books, despite the fact that they were so different from each other? That's an interesting question. Very interesting. We're probably the most unlikely team in children's books. We are. I just feel it's luck. It's all luck. Goosebumps came out. I said, oh, let's try two or three. The books came out. They sat on the shelf for a long time. And then kids discovered them. Somehow kids discovered them and brought them into school and showed them to their friends. And that's how Goosebumps took off. It's a secret kids network. Kids totally control it. And they then somehow kids telling kids and Goosebumps just took off all over the world. A secret kids network sharing a love of books. That's what we're doing on the Children's Hour today. We're talking with R.L. Stein. He is the author of the Goosebumps books and Mark Brown, the author of the Arthur books. Together, they've written a new children's book called Why Did the Monster Cross the Road? We have a review of that coming up in just a little bit and more with our guests, Mark Brown and R.L. Stein. Right after this, this is Jesse Jukebox with books right here on the Children's Hour. Sometimes I like to sit and read Under the shady maple tree I read my letters A to Z And some words that are new to me I like reading books There's so many books to read There's magazines and comic books Novels and biographies Listening to the Children's Hour, that's Crowander in the background. Today's show with R.L. Stein and Mark Brown becomes a podcast after it's a radio show. If you like what you're hearing, please give us a review. Whatever your podcast app is you're using, let everybody know how much you love the Children's Hour. You can tag us on social media. We are at TCH Radio. More with R.L. Stein and Mark Brown coming right up. You're listening to the Children's Hour, Kids Public Radio. We'll be right back. Thanks to the Outpost Performance Space in Albuquerque, New Mexico for hosting the Children's Hour. Support for the Children's Hour is provided by United Way of North Central New Mexico. Support provided by the City of Albuquerque and the Urban Enhancement Trust Fund. Bernalillo County is a proud supporter of the Children's Hour. Many thanks to the users at tokenibis.org who direct funds to the Children's Hour every week. This is Jude from the Children's Hour with a book review on Why Did the Monster Cross the Road by author R.L. Stein. 
illustrated by Mark Brown and published by Orchard Books, an imprint of Scholastic Inc. The story takes place outside as one monster tries to cheer up another monster by telling jokes. In the end, they learn that joy and laughter arise in the most unexpected ways. I really enjoyed this book and think that it would really appeal to elementary age kids. I really like the textured look of the illustrations and the bright colors. This is a fun book to read and great for young readers. This book is called Why Did the Monster Cross the Road by R.L. Stein, illustrated by Mark Brown and published by Orchard Books, an imprint of Scholastic Inc. That's Jude from our kids' crew. Right here on the Children's Hour, we have more with Mark Brown and R.L. Stein coming right up. Emily Arrow from her Sing Along with Emily Arrow with Write Your Song. You're listening to the Children's Hour 
And you know who writes their songs and stories? R.L. Stein and Mark Brown. R.L. Stein is the author of more than 150 Goosebumps books. And he also is now in the movies. There is a Disney Plus series that just came out. It's the Goosebumps series. Look for it on Disney+. Plus. He can't actually speak about it because he's in a union that is on strike right now. So I can tell you about it. It's called Goosebumps. We also have Mark Brown. He's the author of the Arthur series and a lot more questions from the kids on our crew. Let's go over to Joe. What is your favorite book that you've written? Well, I have a bunch of Goosebumps books, I think. I think the Haunted Mask. Do you know that book? It's about Carly Beth, this girl who wants to be scary at Halloween time. And she tries on this ugly mask and it sticks to her face and she can't get it off. And it starts to turn her evil. And I think I'm proud of that one. I think that's my best Halloween story, The Haunted Mask. Oh, I don't have a favorite I have a favorite book I like to read aloud from the Arthur series, Arthur's Teacher Trouble. How long does it typically take you to write a book, both of you guys? Well, I do a complete chapter by chapter outline of every single book before I write it. That's why I do all the thinking first. And uh, I my outline will be chapter one. This is what happens. Here's some dialogue. Here's the chapter ending. Chapter two. So by the time I sit down to write the book, I know everything that's going to happen in the book. I've done all the hard work. Uh, My outline usually takes me a week to write. And since I've done so much work and have it all planned, I can write a Goosebumps book in maybe three weeks. That lines up with the best advice I got for writing a picture book when I was starting out. The editor, Ole Reesum, at Random House said, you have to know where you're going. You know, you have a starting point and an ending point, and you try to keep that line as direct and simple as possible uh, from start to finish. Yeah, I have to know the ending before I start to write, because then I know how to fool the kids, and I know how to keep them from guessing the ending. Wow. You're a sly one, Mr. Stein. You are. (laughs) How do you make a good story that you think will engage kids, like in reading them? Well, what I like to do is all my books are with kids. There are always a couple kids in the story. But I just like to put in a lot of twists and surprises. I don't want to have a straight story that just goes along, goes along. I want somewhere in the book, I want the reader to say, Oh, my goodness, I had no idea that's what was happening. I want like a major twist. And I think that's one reason kids like Goosebumps so much, because they don't go in a straight line. They twist and turn all the time. Yeah, I like to put myself in the position of the characters and imagine what they would say. And I think the character I have the most fun writing for is D.W. And... I love getting inside her head and coming up with lines for her. But yeah, I my stories are pretty kind of natural. You know, I I want to be where a third grader lives. And that's where I try and put myself. What is the most valuable piece of advice you have to give to a young author? I think I already did. 
And that is have fun with the writing. Don't think of writing as hard. Just think, man, this is fun. I'm really loving it. I think that's my best advice. Mm. I would say don't give up. And I would say look at who your competition is. Have a, a good idea of who your audience is. You know, what age you want to write for. Do your homework. Go to bookstores. Go to the library and read books from that section of the books. And uh, it will give you, you know, ideas and inspiration. And then I, I would just say try and be as honest about what it is that you want to put down on the page. Make it sound real and read it out loud. You know, you can tell where the mistakes are when you hear it out loud. And, and that that helps me a lot. Yes. Reading aloud makes reading so much fun. Speaking of making reading fun, our guests, Mark Brown, the author of the Arthur books and TV show and illustrator, as well as R.L. Stein of Goosebumps fame. These two make reading fun for kids worldwide. Mark Brown and R.L. Stein, we just want to thank you for all the good work you do for kids. And thanks for being with us on the Children's Hour, too. And, you know, where would we be without you guys who read our books and watch our programs? So we thank you. Yeah, we're very grateful. Bye. 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 Bookworm, bookworm, reads a book a day. Though the sun is out, he won't come out to play. I called him on a Monday morning, not too late. He was deep into a book and would not take the bait. I called him on a Tuesday afternoon for tea, but he was just beginning to read the history of history. Bookworm, bookworm, reads a book a day. Though the sun is out, he won't come out to play. I called him on a Wednesday evening just to chat. He was reading a western while wearing a cowboy hat. Called him on a Thursday, mid-afternoon. But he was going down for a nap, reading Goodnight Moon. Bookworm, bookworm, reads a book a day. Though the sun is out, he won't come out to play. Called him on a Friday, he had a good excuse. He was laughing too hard to talk from reading Dr. Seuss. I called him on a Saturday at the crack of dawn. He put down the phone to finish a book, and I'm still holding on. Go! Sunday, just before midnight, but he was reading a mystery in the dark with a little light. Bookworm, bookworm, reads a book a day. Though the sun is out, he won't come out to play. Bookworm, bookworm. It's the ABC of what you mean to me. D E F. You're a G to me.
You're awesome, beautiful, curious, daring, earthy, funny, and fine. Got a great, hilarious, interesting, joyful, kind, and lovable mind. You're a nerdy oracle pirate. You're quirky, regal, and stylish. You're a timeless, ultraviolet, witty, excellent, young, and innocent like A, B, C is what you mean to me. D, E, F, U, and G to me. Okay, kids. Now it's your turn. Can you make it all the way from A to Z? Let's check it out. You're awesome, beautiful, curious, daring, earthy, funny, and fine. Got a great, hilarious, interesting, joyful, kind, and lovable mind. You're a nerdy, oracle pirate. You're quirky, regal, and stylish. You're a timeless, ultraviolet, witty, excellent, young, and innocent like A, B, C is what you mean to me. D, E, F, U, and G to me. Now we're going to try to go back and forth. Does that sound cool? Okay, that sounds good. All right, let's do it. You are awesome, beautiful, curious. Daring, earthy, funny, and fine. You got a great, hilarious, interesting. Joyful, kind, and lovable mind. You're a nerdy, oracle pirate. You're quirky, regal, and stylish. You're a timeless, ultraviolet, witty, excellent, young, and innocent-like. All alone at the party. I felt a bit left out Wherever I stood I was in the way Of someone having fun without me They're all so happy and healthy They're all so fine and sleek Like the girl over there with the long brown hair Oh, I could never aspire to meet her But away in a quiet corner Was a cosy reading nook and the table by the armchair held an inviting little book Oh, there's nothing like a book to take you away From the cares and strife of every day There's nothing like a book to let you know All the wondrous things this world can show There's nothing like a book So I was snug in the armchair caught up in the world of the book So wrapped was I I paid no mind to the party Going on around me Till there was the girl with the long brown hair Saying, may I take a look? I couldn't help but notice you Cause that's my favourite book And there's nothing like a book To take you away from the cares And strife of every day there's nothing like a book to let you know All the wondrous things this world can show There's nothing like a book Oh, a favourite book is a special friend And it just might bring you luck Now we still share the same armchair And we each have our nose in a book Oh, there's nothing like a book to take you away From the cares and strife of every day There's nothing like a book to let you know All the wondrous things this world can show There's nothing like a book That was the Princess of Serendip. ABC You Got a G is Pierce Freelon and his mom, Nana Freelon, the amazing jazz vocalist, Casper Baby Pants from Keep It Real, brought us Bookworm. We're going to go out with one more. This is the Melody Makers with the Arthur theme song. 
We'll catch you next time for another edition of the Children's Hour. Every day when you're walking down the street And everybody that you meet Has an original point of view And I say, hey, what a wonderful kind of day If you could learn to work and play And get along with each other to listen to your heart, listen to the beat, listen to the rhythm, the rhythm of the street. Open up your eyes, open up your ears, get together and make things better by working together. It's a simple message and it comes from the heart. Oh, believe in yourself, for that's the place to start. Start and I say, hey, what a wonderful kind of day. Listen to your heart, listen to the beat, listen to the rhythm, the rhythm of the street. Open up your eyes, The Children's Hour is produced by the Children's Hour Incorporated, a New Mexico nonprofit. Our show was written by Katie Stone with lots of help from all of us on the kids' crew. You can find photos, links, learn along guides, and more about us at childrenshour.org. Many thanks to R.L. Stein and Mark Brown for being with us on the Children's Hour. We had help today on the show from Christina Stella, our senior producer. Find our podcast wherever you listen to podcasts or go to our patreon.com slash the children's hour. Or ask your smart speaker to play the children's hour podcast. We post our photos and more on Instagram and Facebook. Find us at TCH Radio. Our theme music was written by C.K. Barlow. The Children's Hour is distributed by PRX, the Public Radio Exchange, and by the Pacifica Radio Network. Thanks for listening to the Children's Hour, Kids Public Radio.